What does it mean to be holy? Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are moving on today in our study in 1 Peter. Uh, We are still in chapter 1. Today we're going to be exploring verses 13 through 16. And at the outset of this section, um, Peter issues a call for the people of God to be holy. And holiness is a theological and spiritual condition. It's a theological standing, but it represents our spiritual condition as uh, our uh, relationship with the Holy Spirit of God uh, takes root uh, at our conversion, and the Spirit begins to go to work on our minds, on our spirits, on our bodies, on our souls, um, doing this all-pervasive work of um, transformation. Now, holiness specifically is the work of the Spirit sanctifying the believer, um, making them a holy dwelling, a holy vessel for God. Uh, Sanctification is the all-pervasive cleansing work of the Holy Spirit, uh, setting us apart for God's holy purposes. We're a holy vessel, a sanctified, consecrated, holy vessel. And um, this set of verses um, is where Peter issues that call uh, for the believers uh, to pursue um, holiness. Now, in the Christian tradition through the years, uh, there are many Christian denominations, particularly in the United States, that emerge out of the holiness tradition. And this is a group of believers where uh, the teaching of the church is uh, highly focused on this call to living sanctified lives. And um, Peter um, issues that call here in verses 13 through 16, and that will be the focus of our study today. Before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. And Lord, we hear your call on our hearts. You say to us, be holy as I am holy. And Lord, we know that in our flesh, uh, that's not a work that we can accomplish apart from your Holy Spirit at work in us. And we trust, Lord God, in faithfulness to your word. Um, as Paul says so clearly in Philippians 1.6, that he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it until the day of Christ. Uh, we know, Lord God, that your ongoing sanctifying work in us is what's best for us, and we pray that you would continue that work in us all the days of our lives, uh, and that you would uh, set us apart to be a holy dwelling, a holy vessel for God. We love you, Lord. Tune us in today to the sound of your voice as we study together, and we thank you for these words. May they take deep root in us as we seek to live them out as the Spirit leads us. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, this is 1 Peter 1, 13-16. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. 
As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. So Peter sets out first by telling us uh, that we should come at uh, our faith with an alert and sober mind, an alert and fully aware mind. We should let nothing get in the way of our uh, coming before the Lord uh, to worship Him through uh, the Word and through our understanding with anything but an alert and fully sober mind. And then he says, set your hope. Now that involves our will, our choosing to act in such a way. Set your hope. Choose to put your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. Uh, that means we've got we've to focus our hope on the grace that we know is coming to us at the second coming of Jesus, at the return of Christ for the church. We hope in the promise of resurrection. We hope in the promise of eternity. We trust with all our mind, body, and soul that the work that Jesus did for us on the cross was enough, was sufficient for our salvation, sufficient for our redemption, sufficient for our sanctification, and we put our trust in him and we focus our hope on that which is to come when Jesus returns. As obedient followers of Christ, Peter encourages us to no longer to conform to our old evil ways when we were walking in the ignorance of our flesh before we knew Jesus, before our conversion. Um, but instead, he calls us uh, to be holy in all that we do. In other words, that we would be, do what we do uh, from a sanctified mind, from sanctified motivations, from a sanctified desire, um, set apart uh, for God's holy purposes, to do God's holy purposes, to do that which is according to God's perfect will. And we cannot do that in our flesh. We cannot will ourselves to do that. The Spirit of God has to do a work in us, making us holy. So if we are acting from the spiritual reality of our sanctification in Christ, then that which we do, if we test our motives and we see that we're acting on the basis of our desire to be obedient children, and to follow the will of God, then that which we do is emerging from um, a sanctified heart. And so others may question our motives. Others may not understand why we do what we do. But if we check our hearts and we know that we were acting um, not on the basis of selfish motivations, but for, on the basis of a desire to live a right and pleasing life, then um, our actions will be holy and pleasing to God, honorable to our Father, because uh, we will be acting on the basis of His Spirit's sanctifying work and His Spirit's leading in our life. Um, Peter reminds us, For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. So holiness matters to God. God created us to be a holy people, set apart, consecrated for His purposes. Sin got in the way. Jesus brings the redemption, and the Spirit does the work of sanctifying us so that 
Our holiness is not a matter of our effort. Our holiness is not a matter of our setting out to be holy. Our holiness is a matter of the Spirit of God converting us and sanctifying us, doing a work on our hearts so that we become holy as our Father in heaven is holy. It's not something we can will ourselves to. It's a work of the Holy Spirit in us, transforming us to to have a new heart and a new mind, a conformed mind, a conformed spirit, so that we are set apart for the Lord. I'm challenged by these words, my friends, and uh, I recognize my own shortcomings, that apart from the Holy Spirit and the grace of God at work in me, I have no chance at holiness. (laughs) Only the Spirit makes me holy by His work. And I pray that Paul's words in Philippians 1.6 would be true in my life that God who begins a good work is faithful to complete it until the day of Christ. All right, my friends, thanks for taking some time out of your day to study. May God continue to impress these words on your heart today.